Welcome everybody to the first episode of Talking Bowls for the 2015-2016 season. Uh, I'm your host David Gemford and we're sponsored by Three Little Ducks in the Bowery of Key and it's uh, great to be with you as we prepare for the start of the bowl season tomorrow. We might be listening to this already on the Saturday or the games might already be played. Uh, back again for another season. Hopefully you enjoy the show. I always uh, look forward to any feedback, whether it be positive or negative. So let me know how you think things go. Let's have a look straight at the Premier Division. And I think it's a really interesting, uh, some really interesting matchups this weekend. Three games in particular, which we'll look at first. And I think it will really start to show where some of the clubs are at. Uh, this episode, we'll go through some of the ins and outs. I'm pretty confident most of the things that I've got are true. It's hard sometimes to uh, filter through the, the fact from the fiction, the rumours from the actual clearances. And I think there are a few players out there that uh, may still need to activate that final clearance. But the first game I want to have a look at is Beltana versus Kingborough. And it seems to be people's plenty picks for either Beltan or Kingborough to make the grand final this year. So it's going to be interesting to see if they can actually live up to that, uh, I don't know, I guess the predictions from other people. Uh, this game has been played at Beltana, and Beltana's main addition is they've added uh, Josh Baker, who played in the Glenorchy Rodman Premiership side, who will be skipping for them. Uh, Kingborough have added uh, Taylor Mayle uh, from Sandy Bay Bowls Club. And the other really loss, major loss between the first two teams is that Dave McLean won't be available for all games this year. I'm not 100% sure um, how active he's going to be, but uh, hopefully Spud will be out there. Langs is a, a great bowler and a, a great person to play against. So this game really shows, will start to show to people who the, who the contender is out of Beltana and Kingborough. Close game might show that they're even, but if one team here can get off to a great start, really going to benefit their season. The second game, which I think is, is a very interesting matchup, is Claremont versus Dover. Now, Dover have lost a few players. They've lost Andrew Calmeadow, Viv Brown, Ray Penny, and Barry Shields won't be available until Christmas. However, they do pick up, well, pick up in a way, uh, Rob McMullen, who won't be playing for Essendon this season. He'll be having a full season down at Dover, which is a pretty handy pick-up for uh, for the Dover RSL Bowls Club. Claremont, on the other hand, uh, looked like Jack Ellis might have been on the way out, but it looks like he's staying. And Rick Morn joins them from Glenorchy Rodman, as well as Isaac Morn as well. And it sounds like Isaac's going to be given a game in that uh, in the top division. So both these teams, Claremont and Dover, uh, will really want to be fighting it out for that fourth spot. Now, whether or not either of them can actually make it, we don't know. But if you look across the whole division, the, all the teams have some type of hole in them that everyone can see that there may be a chance to, to lose some games along the way. And if Claremont and Dover uh, want to make it into the finals, then they need to take advantage of that. And they need to be winning games against teams that they're playing this weekend. So either team, if they can get off to a great start at 12 or 14, is going to be pretty handy. Claremont at home would would think they're the favourites, but I actually think Dover itself might be able to get over the top of them. So it'll be uh, really interesting to see the result of that one. The third game that I think is going to be a very even matchup is Sandy Bay versus Rodney Park. Now, both teams seem to be in very similar situations where they've lost 
players and haven't really recruited anyone. They're going to be building from within their club. So it's going to be interesting to see if those players that are stepping up the division are going to be able to make them the Premier League and help their team out. Sandy Bay have lost Brad Mad, Josh Mad, Ben Dayton and Taylor Mayo. Whereas Rosney Park lose Dean Ayton, John Patmore, Darren Beattie, Scott Do- Scott Davey and Peter Bobar. So how those teams are going to go are going to be is going to be really interesting because these are two teams that are usually pretty strong. However, that doesn't seem to be the case this year. Uh, but I think you're going to write them off at your own peril. I think both teams have still got some high quality players, uh, and it's going to be great to see. Um, these new players, how they go. I've, I've spoken to Steffi Graf, who's selecting down there. Um, both teams have picked players in spots they wouldn't have usually played in, and I guess it's a chance to, for them to prove people wrong. So I think that's another great matchup for the first weekend. The other two matches see games where you would think one team should dominate, but early on in the season, you never know. We've got the defending champions, Glenorchy Rodman, who are taking on the Division One champions from or Division One minor premiers from last year, Sorrell. Uh, Glenorchy Rodman are going to lose Lee Schreiner to Essendon. However, Lee should be available for about six or seven games, which will qualify him for the finals if Essendon don't make the finals. Uh, Josh Tegg's not playing. Josh Baker, as we said before, Dr. Beltana, Ricky Moore to Claremont. And they add Rowan Donoghue from East Launceston. Now, East Launceston were the um, premiers up in the north last season, so that's a handy pick-up for them. And also Josh Mabb from the Sandy Bay Bowls Club. Uh, Sorrell, haven't heard much information out of Sorrell so far this year, um, but haven't heard of any of their players leaving, so looks like it should be the nucleus from the team from last season. And it's going to be a big advantage for them when they're playing at home on their synthetic, because a lot of players uh, that have been playing in the top division for a long time now probably may not have even played at Sorrell's synthetic before. So... They're going to have a big home game advantage and they're going to need to win probably at least four or five of their home games to try and make sure that they uh, don't find themselves back in Division 1 next season. I actually think they will they will survive, uh, but it's a pretty big, tough matchup. Head out to Glenorchy Rodman uh, to play the defending champion. So you'd expect Rodman to get off to a great start, but I don't think we're going to see uh, Sorrell finish at the bottom of the ladder. Other game is going to be uh, versus Buckingham, Buckingham versus New Norfolk. Uh, Buckingham have picked up Dean Ayton and Josh Terrell from the Olsen Bowls Club. Uh, New Norfolk uh, have mainly suffered losses. Uh, Wayne Clark's not playing, neither is Ben Lee, nor is Mickey Minton. They're three pretty big names out of the New Norfolk lineup. So I really think New Norfolk are going to find it difficult losing those three players. Having said that, they do have some players that always play well, especially at home. So they're not going to be a walkover by any means. And uh, Bucks, uh, I don't think, will be treating it like that. Uh, Bucks, unfortunately, have had to um, make some repairs to their synthetic greens. They'll be playing on grass for this game against New Norfolk. Um, but we'll be playing on the synthetic for the remainder of the season. Um, but you would expect Buckingham to be too strong for New Norfolk. So there's five games in the in the Premier Division. So it's, it'll be interesting to see how things go, we might get a bit of a better understanding of where teams are at um, after the first week. Another division we'll have a quick look at, uh, not so much the ins and outs of the players, but just have a quick look at the first week of the season is Division 1. And I really think this is going to be a cracking division this year. 
you don't have too many teams that doubling up. I think you've got Rosney Park and uh, Rosney Park, Beltana and Bucks are the only teams to have uh, both Premier League and Division One representation. So you've got seven clubs playing their top teams in Division One, who are all hopefully they're really striving to get to the Premier League. So first up, we've got Jeeveson versus St John's Park, and Jeeveson who have uh, had an experience playing in the Premier League apart from uh, last year uh, will be out to prove that they, they want to get back in there and they're down at home taking on St John's Park and St John's had a really good run last season but just tailed off towards the end of the season so hopefully they're going to be able to play well towards the start of the season. That should be a really good matchup. Second game is Brighton versus Rosney Park. Brighton playing at home uh, will be out to, out to I guess take the points off Rosney but Rosney do have some pretty uh, decent players playing in their Division 1 team, so that's going to be a, a close game. Uh, the interesting match, probably the, the game of the round, is uh, Derwent City, who relegated from the Premier League last season, are going to be taking on Howrah, and Howrah were the tips last year to be promoted to Division 1, with the likes of Tom McEwen, Sammy Seymour, Paul Gaper, and all heading out there. Uh, so Derwent City haven't lost, haven't been losing any players actually, so Derwent City pretty much got their Premier League team. But having said that, that doesn't mean they're going to walk back into the Premier Division and uh, Howard should make it pretty tough for them first game. Uh, then we've got the two teams are going to be playing at home on their synthetic surface. You've got Cremorne taking on Beltana. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how Cremorne, how Cremorne goes. I know that they're very keen to try and keep pushing up and up after their recent movement up divisions in the last uh, three or four seasons. And finally, Royal Hobart are going to be taking on uh, Buckingham. Royal Hobart are always hard to beat on their own team and always seem to be a team that uh, they're about for that uh, top four but can never quite push to get right towards the top. So we mentioned the seat. I think the, the top four will probably be uh, between Burnham City, Howrah, Beeston, and then let's say Brighton, but I'd say St John's Park won't be too far away. And I don't... I stuffed my neck out last year and said Howard was going to win. They they let me down, but I I think they I think they were almost the team to beat. Um, but let's see how they go against Derwent City. That'll be a, a real test for them with all the quality players that Derwent City have got. Uh, we've obviously got all the other divisions starting this week, and hopefully everyone has. If you're a player in that division, hopefully you're going to enjoy your game of bowls and you can get a win as well. Just two quick things I wanted to mention before we finish up here. Uh, it's interesting this year to see the uh, when the schedule was released that basically there are no breaks between now and uh, the 5th of March, which is when the grand final is being played. We do get the, the three weeks over Christmas, but we'll be playing all long weekends, uh, which doesn't always happen. Uh, 5th of March is a very early finish date for the grand final. Um, so it's interesting that the match committee went that way, but often their, uh, their hands are tied with having to have a, a week spare for the, for the finals and also um, when the state finals are being played as well. So it's, it's one of the things, if we're going to maintain and go with an 18-week pennant season, which for a lot of players is a very long season, then that's something we're going to have to do is play through the, the long weekends, which for some people can be a bit of a shame. So I know people like to get away and have a bit of a, a refresh during, during the season. So... Uh, that for the future. And the last thing I just wanted to talk about was 
how great our support is, about uh, how inclusive we are. I think it's often said that anyone can play and you have a look at the Premier League this week, you're going to have people from the ages from Isaac Bourne, 11, to people who are, who are either 80 or almost 80, all playing in the Premier Division. You've got women and men playing together. I know Dover's going to have three women playing in the one ring. I know there's going to be uh, women for the first time playing at Rosney Park. Um, and it's going to be great to, to see them playing and playing well. And I think I'm correct in saying it's going to be the first time there's going to be a player even using a bowling arm playing in the Premier League when Kevin Bowker plays for Rosney Park, which I think just shows to anyone out there who isn't a bowler how anyone can play and you're able to play whatever um, you've got a, something you need to overcome and you need to use a bowling arm. It is possible to play well. If you ever um, have gone to Victorian Open or even Australian Open, you see some of the players play that and they can, they can be deadly with their bowling arm and, and, and play really well. So it's great to see so many people from so many different backgrounds of life all playing together, all having a good time. And hopefully that's what you can do is uh, have a good time this weekend. Um, show some good sportsmanship. Uh, thank the umpires after the game and uh, really enjoy your weekend. So bowling to everyone. Not everyone can win, but hopefully uh, you're on the winning side of the ledger. Thanks again to our sponsor, Three Little Ducks, for supporting this podcast. Thank you for listening. And as I said at the start of the podcast, any feedback is appreciated. Uh, next episode, hopefully we'll be back with an interview as well. Cheers.